What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Today's guest is Mr. Ray Taylor. He is an artist and podcast extraordinaire. He joins us in-house, another in-house studio guest. It's um, it's nice to have people be able to visit the studio. I almost wish that San Diego had more artists coming into town from outside of the area to get on the show as well so they could sit down and, uh, and chat with us. So maybe that'll be something that happens in the future. We'll see. Um, but Ray joined us on the couch. He talk, we talk uh, holiday illness, yuck nasty, which um, we'll I'll get into the twenty four hour podcast and yuck nasty here in a minute. We talk white dudes, YouTube binges, Joey Diaz, fine art disorders, anti structurists, sitting, art openings, appreciation, resolve, UFC one sixty eight, losing fights, and truck balls. So, as always, make sure you go check out MikeMaxwellArt.com. Click on the podcast, get information, and blah, 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 blah. Donate. We got a nice donation uh, today, as I'm, uh, just before I uh, started recording this. Um, I just posted a link on the Live Free Podcast Facebook to a big cartel page that has a series of books that are about graffiti and incarceration. Um I'm excited. I got some, so I'm excited to check those out. Make sure you go over there and click on uh, that link on the Live Free Podcast Facebook page. Go follow that as well. If you haven't already clicked the like button on that one, do that. You can follow Producer Lex at Producer Lex on Facebook as well. He's got the like page over there and on Twitter. Um, And I'm at Mike Maxwell Art everywhere. Go follow Ray Taylor at Ray Taylor on the Twitter He's on the Facebooks and the Instagrams as well. Um, and so the this this podcast was sort of a lead up to what's happening uh, next week, uh, Wednesday the 15th for us. But starting Tuesday the 14th, Ray is doing a 24-hour podcast, his second um, that he's done. And all the proceeds, we're, we're raising money for Yuck Nasty who, if you guys haven't seen the links on my Facebook page and all over, him and his son lost their home and all their belongings to an accidental fire that started in the house next to theirs, uh, like in a duplex. And they lost all their belongings. You know, all the, little. he has a son who, I, I'm not sure his age, he's like around 10 maybe, lost all his Christmas presents for the year, which, I mean... It doesn't seem, you know, we try to pretend like we're not materialistic, but just for a kid that's sort of, even just to lose all your stuff is is devastating. But there's also that, like, Buddhist mentality. Like, if you look at it from one perspective, like, losing everything and not having possessions gives you some sort of um, freedom. But it also binds you in in a number of different ways. So uh, we're doing everything we can. We've already raised $5,000, a group of... uh, supporters and friends of yucks and uh, this sort of podcast community that is formed this uh, weird death squad world that exists um, in some digital form but is is showing itself in a very physical way uh, in internet money somehow is that physical no uh, so so uh, we here at the podcast me and producer Lex are gonna host a chunk of this 24-hour podcast which will act, our section will be on Wednesday. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
on the 15th. That's Wednesday the 15th. I'm recording this on Wednesday the week before, so I'm getting everything geared up. We're going to have a ton of art to give away. Um, I've talked to a bunch of artists who have been on the podcast. They're donating prints. Some people are donating paintings. Um, there's some headshot options, some photos, uh, I think tattoos. We're going to hopefully get the family um, a bunch of t-shirts and gear from some of the companies that I work with, which reminds me, I want to try to hit up Higher Primate. Maybe we can get them a grip of Higher Primate shirts, get them all teed up for the winter. And I mean, that's one of the biggest things. Like imagine all of your clothes and the stuff that you really use to live just gone. Like they ran out of the house with their pets and I think the belongings that they had on their back. So like you know nothing like it, devastating story so but the the reality is is that we're showing what like a strong community can do so make sure you go and listen to the 24-hour podcast just look up that hashtag or google it or whatever um go to my facebook or the podcast facebook you'll find the links everywhere uh or yuck nasty's page you can go and donate there's a uh the page is gofundme.com slash yuck nasty Please just go find the link on my page. I, I should have wrote that one down. But we're going to be doing all sorts of promotion over the next week. So it shouldn't be hard to find. Um, so, yeah, with all that said, I w don't need to promote anything else. Um, we'll do a little bit of that at the end of the episode. Uh, it's nice to have Ray on. He was kind enough to have me on his show a number of times. And um, it's cool to have him here. So... Let's get right into this thing. I think I blabbed enough. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Ray Taylor. Producer Lex. Oh, that went down fast. All right, so yeah. we just live did that little intro <laughs> thing. We won't front on nobody. No. We, uh, we're working some new stuff out here. We're back. It's another episode of the Live Free Podcast. Again, we have a very special in-house guest, um, yep. podcaster and artist, Mr. Ray Taylor. What up, guys? Welcome, my friend. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be in your domain. Of the course. The great and powerful Mike Maxwell's studio. Uh, I've been lucky enough, and you were kind enough to have me on your podcast um, a handful of times, a couple, a couple times. times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. And so I'm, uh, I'm stoked to... To get you on on this end of the show again, thank you for for joining us. No problem. Um, man. We're back from a little hiatus. We're just getting over the holidays. Yeah, getting yes. over it like it's a sickness. It is a sickness. Dude, actually. It is. I feel so tired and out of control. Like it's just, uh, it's exhausting. Yeah, producer Lex, it's nice to have you back in the yep. womb chair where you rightfully belong. <laughs> uh, so, what did you guys do over the holidays? I guess uh, I, I, you know. The new episode is already into the we're well into the new year. Even though I just posted on Facebook that like it seems like New Year's is starting on Monday the sixth. Yeah, not actually on the first this yeah. year. Everyone's like kind of half-assing this week. Yeah, it's fucked up when the New Year's falls in the middle of the week. Yeah, I know. Um, mine kind of started. It's like halfway. So like I know like you did your holidays in Mexico sort of early. You went to you, last. I think last episode you just got back from Mexico. Yeah. No, for Christmas I was here, just myself and my wife. Yeah. Uh, so there wasn't really that much partying, and then New Year's was a party and a half plus the Vegas trip before. So oh, yeah, like, I had, yeah, I had like back to back horrible drinking. Yeah, we episodes. got <laughs> we got to talk about uh, 
Las Vegas UFC 168 for oh, sure. Jesus. Uh, that was brutal. <sighs> yeah. You, my friend? <clears throat> uh, it's good. I mean, I don't... Are you an atheist? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... I just pegged you just out of the blue. I, I mean, you know, I wear it on my you. face. The tattoo says <laughs> God is dead. <laughs> um, I didn't really do much. I'm not, like, close with family or anything like that, so I just hung out. I work... My day job is in retail, so it's fucking insane that time of year. So it's yeah. like... And before that, I worked at a movie theater, and... You, or, it's like the busiest day of the year. It's weird, man. This year didn't really seem like that like big of a holiday year. Yeah. Did anybody else notice that? Or even like New Year's, like everybody yeah. pretty much kind of just like, kind of chilled easy. out. Yeah. And, you know and we're still recovering. <laughs> recovering tell- from recovering. Dude, I was telling somebody that uh, they were like, well, "Yeah, it seems like everybody was just kind of taking it easy." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, maybe cannabis has something to do with that." Maybe. You know, maybe there's yeah. less people going out to bars and getting shithouse drunk and acting all crazy. I know I am. I mean, I'm older, so I don't go out to bars as, I mean, yeah, I know. you know, mm-hmm. and then... That's exactly what's happening to me, and I'm just sort of projecting my whole shit on yeah. the rest of society. Well, it's, you know, I, I can I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I fit in that projection. We almost have to do that. <laughs> so, um, I guess sort of the precipice for, for we, we kind of put this together here in this past week to get uh-huh. this, this going, and... Uh, a big part of that was um, Yuck Nasty having a, an unfortunate incident in his home. His yeah. his house burned down, and this is a fellow podcaster, yeah. close friend of yours. Yeah. Um, would you want to ex- maybe explain? We could talk about this a little bit um, to start the show. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yuck. He's a he's a. I mean, I met him or I heard about him. He was doing did some music for a Naughty Show podcast, and uh, he's like a music producer, rapper, singer guy. Um, and then also does his podcast, Get in the Corner, which I'm in the corner of the couch, <laughs> fittingly enough, yeah, as I kick right. the mic stand. Um, but I met him probably online, virtually met him a little over a year ago, and then finally met him in person this past summer. Um, awesome dude. His co-host, Dog Baby, is you know awesome dude as well. They're both they're from out of Green Wisconsin? Bay. Yeah, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Green Bay. And super, like, super Green Bay, like, through and through. Like, they can tap into that just stereotypical, super hardcore Green Bay, love cheese, beer, Packers. Right. Um, Funny accents. Fuck yeah. I went, when we were in L.A., actually, it was uh, me, Yuck, uh, Daga, and we went over to hang out with Gareth. And Gareth Reynolds is from Green Bay. So just watching them do their, like, green bay talking yeah. it was the funniest fucking thing it's in my, so great when it, holy well, shit, a yeah. specific culture gets together with themselves and lets yeah. their normal speak come yeah. out when they're not yeah. trying to hide it from the rest of society. it's the super white like when you see uh mexicans get super like latino and then it's like that but like the super white versions like yeah. you want to see like the the imitation white guy it's like you watch guys from green bay just go at it with their accent but yeah it's fucking hilarious but so, anyway yeah. great guy um his house burned down it was attached to another house part of a duplex the neighbor's house burned down thus burning his house down lost everything um Day all after of his, christmas yeah uh that that night and luckily yuck was awake he was still awake and smelled the he i think he said it was like smell like plastic burning or whatever oh, yeah. was checking around open up the door to the garage and just billows of black smoke flowing through so he got his kid out, um, saved his dog and one of his two cats, um, and so now we're we're gonna do a fundraiser, twenty four hour podcast. There's already a fundraiser going, uh, GoFundMe.com/slash/YuckNasty. 
Um, Which you could find that uh, if you go to my Facebook or if you or go to Ray's Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, yeah, it's yeah all over. everything. Um, but we're gonna do a twenty-four hour podcast, which would be our second. We did one a little over a year ago for Hurricane Sandy victims. It's basically just a twenty-four hour long. Let's talk about that a little bit. That was a pretty that was insane, crazy experience, um, right? I I tuned in for a, a few yeah. a few hours throughout the twenty-four. Uh, yeah, I was, would like check in with you guys. Like I would want to be like, oh, I wonder how Ray's doing. It was an insane experience. Um, like to do, and I was there for the full twenty-four hours because I was producing it and coasting in different levels of consciousness. Yeah, sure. Um, I can't even imagine. Fucking. Uh, Luckily, there was like tons of people called in. We got a bunch of guests, a bunch of other podcasters helped out. So it was like they definitely helped carry it uh, through, especially towards the end. Um, but crazy experience to go from 24 hours straight talking to like I think at most maybe 11 people in the in the chat or whatever, and then you know different varying numbers. That 24 hours straight, then complete silence after I was done, and it's like, ooh, that's a weird <laughs> high and low, right? it's insane like i it was one of the most emotional things that ever happened to me yeah um and just the what we were doing the fact that we were able to raise the money and we threw that together totally last minute it was like a week we put it together no planning mean yuck yuck do you feel like you learned and he was part of yeah it was and see that's what's so great you know like somebody who goes ahead and extends like an effort to do something yeah yeah even you know if it's even if it's just like helping somebody across the street or something. Yeah, it was insane because, I mean, we're we're trying to do this good thing and we're raising money and it's turning out way better than we expected. We're getting like, you know, it's if you're familiar with Death Squad, like all kinds of Death Squad comics called in and multiple times and people, you know. So it's this like really super positive thing for 24 hours, like this crazy, euphoric, yeah, insane. And I'm like... Parts just barely hanging on, just making sure. It's fucking you know, hard to stay up for twenty four hours shit. if you don't have drugs or yeah, aren't, uh, bipolar. And I wasn't plan. I didn't plan. I didn't have like I didn't eat meals or anything. So it was like twenty four hours, like fasting almost. It was in- it was insane. Um, but that was super emotional. So we're doing another one. <laughs> so let me ask you this: What did you learn from the last one that you're going to be able to um, utilize in the second one? Are you going to uh, have a better health? Yeah, set yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make sure plan. I'm gonna have meal planned out. I'm gonna make sure. Um, well, one, we're gonna be more prepared as far as like equipment wise, because that one was one of the first times I was able to broadcast my Skype video on UStream. Right. So I was also trying out a lot of new, and it yeah, was you a learned new, a lot. Totally probably. new setup. Yeah. The yeah. first, I think, the first few hours of that 24 hours was figuring out a lot of things. Um, so now that I've done that and since then done a bunch of actual podcast episodes sure that's like not even a issue yeah the whole technology part of it is fine um just getting in contact with everybody we're trying to i'm going to do three hour chunks um that way i can archive the video and audio to upload it all later right um so with that i'm just trying to get hosts to help fill in for certain parts i'm going to produce the whole thing I imagine I don't uploading want to those files was a fucking pain in the ass, dude. Um, well, the last one, we only archived the audio, and Yuck took care of everything. Oh, so I didn't good. have to, but I'm going to take care of it. Since I know it's it just fits into my system anyway, yeah. how I do stuff. So, um, so yeah, 24 hours. We're going to do that Monday. When does this come out? Uh, this will be out on Thursday. Um, the 7th. Oh, no, okay. the 8th. The okay, 8th. so next week on um, Tuesday the 14th, I believe. It's we're going to start on the 14th. Yeah, I think it's Tuesday the 14th at 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, 
7 Eastern and then going till the next day at 4. Yeah, that's right. And then all so, the proceeds, the money raised? Everything. Um, yeah, we're just going to be pimping the, the probably just the GoFundMe yeah, thing. Yeah, get people it's a super donate. easy way to just throw your credit card or yeah. your PayPal. Which that last time it was PayPal, like, you know, everything was kind of like thrown together last minute. So yeah. this one's like way better. You know, yeah. we have the thing, you see the meter, you see how much people are donating. It's through like a, a company. You're not just giving money to somebody's PayPal. So... Yeah, it's and it's already they've already raised a bunch. I don't, I haven't looked at it today, but they've already yeah, raised a bunch of money. Last I looked, it was at like twenty five hundred, yeah. twenty seven hundred, and there's like and that was in two days. Yeah, and there's three different accounts. I guess another. Yeah, that's what I heard. One too. of Yuck's uh, neighbors or friends or something set one up, and then there's one specifically. It's an Indiegogo um, for the Corner Podcast. Um, but I'm sh- just whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all going to the same place. So. Yeah. And I offered, uh, I, I ended up, I sold a little small painting to somebody and the, for this, I, I, Oh, this one right here or the next, the last one, uh, well for yucks, mm-hmm. uh, for the, the fund me, mm. I just posted that a painting was for sale. Okay. And if somebody bought that specific painting, I'd donate all the funds to, oh, wow. uh, the thing oh, yeah. and so it sold it's just 50 bucks but yeah. just a little tiny piece yeah so i also since it sold it sold in like an hour yeah. from then so donated that and also offered um anybody who matches my donation mm-hmm. that i'll draw their portrait for them that's cool like a little tiny drawing yeah, of yeah. them or whatever so yeah. i got at least three or four more people nice to uh to also match yeah and match that action so i'll throw that out there i guess nice. to listeners too <clears throat> yeah like if you want a drawing uh, i'll just jack something off your facebook and draw your face yeah there's another artist online i forget his name um he said he was gonna donate a painting you know whatever sell basically what you did and it's a great Um, way like so yeah people are still donating to a cause and they're getting a little something extra if you don't have money to donate yourself necessarily you know you can kind of this is a good way to do it art something that that means all pause yeah yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so so that's all gonna sort of come to a crescendo uh, 24-hour podcast, I guess, would try to be, yeah. you know, like uh, like those, uh, like the PBS, like Raise yeah, Money yeah, shows. Yeah. <laughs> Except for it's, you know, it's our, it's kind of a different version of that. Yeah. <laughs> More right. realistic version. Yeah, and, you know, and it's it's interesting to see this, this death squad community come mm-hmm. together to help somebody yeah. as best that everybody has the capability. And that's another thing. Like a lot of these comics know yuck because yuck has done music for them or whatever. Yeah. He has a good relationship with a lot of them. So it's, you're seeing the love from not only his listeners or whatever fans yeah. on or friends on, you know, social media, but also fucking the, the comics and things like that. that know. I th- dude, I think it's good too. Like it shows, and I, I don't want to be grandiose of course, but all right. Like uh, it shows that, like as a society, yeah. like we can come together and help each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like we don't need Big Brother saying, yeah. "Oh no, don't help one another," or "Go help that person." Like it, yeah. you see, in in a common struggle, yeah. people will come together. Yeah, it's, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate, however, that it takes a major struggle for yeah. that to happen in such a significant basis but everybody's so busy right that you're so busy trying well, to take care of yourself and you can't like if i couldn't do like i couldn't just do a 24-hour podcast just to do i wouldn't do one first off but i couldn't just do one it's like hey let's just raise money for a random thing yeah like right. it's it only makes sense for me anyway to put myself through that shit is if it's like something that's close and personal to you know people that i know like my family 
kind yeah, of. So, right. you know, with the Hurricane Sandy, there was a lot of people that were affected by that. But then this one's just like, you know, fucking. Yeah, when it gets no personal. Brainer. Yeah, yeah, it's like it. I'm glad that we did that last one, so that this one's gonna be. It's gonna be way easier, more. I mean, it's just we're able to build on what we learned from the last one. So yeah, I'm. I'm interested if me and Lex can help out in any way. If yeah. you want to host, uh, if you want to host a three-hour chunk of it, that would be awesome. Look at this guy throwing wow. us a three-hour. Three three that's a, that's that's how we're doing it. So nice. whenever you want. Um, I mean, for me, the like the later the next day before the sun comes up, those hours are tough. Oh, I bet you. So I go but, to sleep you know, at like eleven o'clock. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. But yeah, if you, or if you guys just want to call in, that's cool too. You yeah. don't have to host a chunk, but yeah. You know. Well, anything um, that we could do to help out is obviously sure. yeah, you know, yeah. yeah yeah and so we're gonna get everybody over there but um so let's talk about you a little bit uh let's do it you and i met probably about a year ago as up at the ice house or online yeah i'm sure we spoke online before yeah. uh meeting in person but we did meet in person at the ice house yeah was that uh, the only time have i seen you in person since then i think that's the only one i think so too besides being on the internet just internet yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird so that we uh, we did meet in Pasadena um, yeah. at one of the. I, did Brody talk shit about me when I left? What do you mean? I was I was just thinking about. He just followed me oh, on Twitter just recently. What do you mean when you left? Because you had that front seat, yeah, at, yeah, and I was I was in the podcast room, yeah, and then no, it was no, going no. back and forth. They never brought you up. They I think there was this kid because he eyed me out when I got up one time. Have you been watching Brody's new show? Not yet. I saw the it's the original, good. the HBO one. It has a bunch of that yeah. footage and then like extra yeah, stuff. Yeah, that they I want to. I haven't. I haven't gotten around to finding it. Yeah, yet. it took me a second. I was like, why have I seen some of this footage before? Yeah, but yeah, it was from the HBO show. Yeah. No, I felt like I saw him eye me when I got up one time, and yeah. I forgot that we had gone to that show. I was like, I wonder if he just totally just. How would I even me? remember that? Like, I I don't think he did. I don't remember him ever mentioning you. <laughs> Because I, I know he was, gets mad when people get up and, uh, and leave the room like it's no, personal. No, I don't think so. Maybe. If he did, I don't remember. <laughs> that was a while ago. Man. He just followed me on Twitter. We had Twitter beef. Like, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, like man. when he was in his manic phase. Oh, way, way. Yeah. Okay. Like what is being recorded yeah, on the okay. show. Like what's okay. being shown. He called me an uh, anti-Semitic hate monger or something crazy Whoa. see but that's funny though if you know brody <laughs> yeah it wasn't funny at the time he like well, showed yeah. put my profile picture he was trolling there. you yeah he was fucking <laughs> but he was in bad shape yeah yeah but yeah. so but i love it I, his show is great and his comedy oh, yeah. brody's he's awesome man hilarious. i've seen him a few times now i went to a, a recording of the burn where he was doing the audience oh, nice. that was cool to see it, too did that show get canceled is i don't still know going? i have no i i think it got i haven't heard anything so i assume it got canceled have you been Maybe. watching uh, any of those new shows that um, Doug and Natasha Leggero and uh, who else has one? Uh, Brody has one too. It's oh, like the VPN YouTube. ones. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen the Doug. Doug. Uh, I like Natasha Leggero show. It's pretty fucking. It funny. looks funny. I haven't checked. I want to see that one. I want. I want to see them. I just don't think about. I don't know. I'm not on YouTube that much. Or when I am, I go to the specific. <laughs> Dude, things. I go on like YouTube fucking binges. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll. I, I go on binges of. Like Netflix and YouTube yeah. and yeah, I just had uh, was it Michael Kern. Kern, ah oh, shit, I think his name is Michael Kern, right? The kid in the wheelchair from Chicago. I'm oh, Kern Michael, yeah, Kern Michael. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just fucking dyslexic. <laughs> You're just his teacher. Yeah, <laughs> present. He he. Uh, 
he donated his Netflix to the podcast. Oh, nice. So we nice. can go and check. But I never fucking go on there. I never look at anything. Oh, dude. You I watch like one thing and that's it. Yeah. It'll it'll be like this barrage of like new things and then you'll know everything and then you'll be waiting for the... Like you'll see something coming on Netflix and you'll just like be waiting there. Waiting there. I'm so fucking old school, man. I still get all my shit from the library yeah, and I awesome. watch it on YouTube. YouTube is kind of like old school now. I was just thinking how YouTube is the yeah. new MTV. Well, yeah, or I went, Vivo or whatever. I had yeah. a, like a weird fit and went and watched like all the videos that were that played like around the time when MTV died. Uh-huh. Like, so, like late nineties, late nineties, oh, mid nineties, yeah. like, pretty much the nineties. Just watch all nineties. I've videos. been listening to on Spotify. I've been listening to the nineties, uh, and it's just all the popular music. Yeah, so you'll yeah. get like you know TLC, uh-huh. and then you get like Smashing Pumpkins, and it's like. Oh wow! This like it's brings pretty me fucking back. Nice. It's like I like that. Yeah, I forgot like how it's it's cool little time machine to go back mm-hmm. and it's like wow. It's funny it's... to watch the videos how poorly made they are. Like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The use and even it does it doesn't seem like that long ago, but the technology has advanced so fucking fast. Who's that? Is that you? Oh, it's That's me. you. Oh, jeez. Oh. The host of the show. <laughs> it's Joey Diaz. Should we answer it? Yeah. yeah. She's on speakerphone. <laughs> Joey Diaz, we're on the podcast right now. All right, brother. <laughs> it's, it wasn't really him. It's just like he has that. Yeah, real, that, I just a did sound, that. It's a soundboard. <laughs> How funny. <laughs> it's like I do this every podcast. <laughs> now we're going to do, do some new t-shirts for the... Uh, the church of what's happening now. Nice. I gotta, nice. I gotta try to illustrate some stuff this week. Yeah. Those I think I think those will be ready by next month. Sweet. Yeah. I think Joey's I don't know if he's gonna take some on tour or what he's up to, but Yeah, I don't know. Look out for uh, that shit coming out. Yeah. I'm so I'm kindly <laughs> I am not gonna leak anything, but I'm nervous <laughs> about the graphic. Have you already done it? No, okay. uh, we just worked it out yesterday, got okay. the ideas, and I'm going to start sketching stuff, probably today or tomorrow. But I'm really concerned. <laughs> I can't say what the imagery is, but there's a certain group of people who may be offended by <laughs> okay. certain imagery. <laughs> and if you know anything about Joey, uh, what's uh, his new CD just came out. It's called um, If You Have Asthma, You Can't you Eat can't, Pussy. You can't go down on girls with asthma or, so, or if you have... You can't yeah, eat pussy like without... If you got it, asthma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. How great. <laughs> well, shit, he... Uh, the what was it when he had his testicles he got his twitter banned because he put his nuts as his avatar yeah and that was his, his, the album cover right yeah what yeah. was it called i have it or is that the documentary oh, it's, it's you or it's you you or the priest that one that's it? that's the documentary isn't it or no is that, that's, that's the album that's comedy special no dude that album is so good i haven't heard the new one yet i haven't bought no, it i haven't either the last one i bought that five dollar one or whenever they it was on some like one of those websites that was selling shit. Of Joey's, or, yeah. Um, no, I think the last one I've listened to was the, the it's you or the the priest, priest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Joey donated to uh, Yuck as well. Then he, he got a bunch of people to yeah. He, to go he helped. Dude, him, he's the fucking best guy ever. Rogan retweeted. Red Band retweeted. Yeah, I saw Red there Band was a posted lot of, this morning. A lot of people. That's a lot of views, dude. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. look at that page, that go it has all the stats, and it's been like tweeted like one point something thousand times or something yeah Yeah. a lot especially those rogan tweets are so fucking powerful yeah it's uh, and not to use that hashtag goddamn (laughs) (laughs) but literally like 
It's crazy. He posts yeah. one thing and you'll get like a fucking grip of new followers and well, I've never a bunch of fucking that, retweets. <laughs> I haven't lately, but yeah, <laughs> it does. It, I'm trying to fucking... get back into Twitter. It's been a while since I've I've just Bro. been fucking with Instagram and Vine and stuff. Twitter's like something you have to work at. Once you like when you're off of it for a while, it's really hard to get back. I in. just was following too many people. I had to unfollow a bunch of people. Yeah, that helps because you miss everything. Yeah. Yeah, I have had this theory lately that um, Instagram isn't showing me everybody's feed in my feed, that it's doing like Facebook, like sort of oh, picking and choosing, that which goes through. Because I know, uh, like, I'll see somebody like say something, like I'll see somebody's at, and I'll be like, oh, I haven't seen anything from them for a while, yeah. and click on it. Oh, and you see- and I see like three new photos that I haven't seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty. I I scroll through. I see pretty much what gets posted. Yeah. But somehow some like slip through the cracks. I don't see it all. So I think it's getting like yeah. people who maybe who I like more often show up. Maybe or... I mean they're owned by Facebook, so they could easily. Implement yeah, that I think shit. that shit's happening. I wonder if anybody have you noticed that at all? Um, I don't know, dude. I yeah. just don't pay attention. Fucker. I think I've noticed it, but I I mean it's not to the point where I don't know where it's an. Issue. I'm not concerned. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> um. So besides all the podcasting, you're also an artist. You've yeah. um. I, from what I know, from what I've seen, it seems yeah. like you've been making a more concerted effort to put some time yeah. and energy into creating things yeah. other than the podcast, like yeah, creating yeah. fine art. Um, yeah, I stepped down at my day job to allow more time to do that, and it just, it's, you know, it's, I've gone through phases in my life where I've been able to focus more on art, um, whether having more time or more space to create it, um, and this is another one of those times where I have more time and more space. So, and it's like, if it's what I want to do, I don't want to be working the day job thing forever. And it's like, if I'm going to achieve that goal, I have to start somewhere, you know? And it's, so it's like restarting again. It's like every time it's like I'm back starting over. So, and I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, guess what? Guess what? Nobody. Yeah, I know. And, and it's, and the game's different now. Like last time, back in like 07, there wasn't, nobody knew Twitter, Instagram wasn't around. There wasn't a lot of these online things, you know, and just all the different ways you can sell shit online too. Yeah. So it's, it's gotten a lot. That's, I'd really love to be able to, like, I'm sure any artist would just be able to just post shit up online that sells and not have to worry about at least how I'm doing shows, like lugging them out to like little canopies in my canopy, setting up the show and fucking, I mean, it's a lot of work, costs a lot of money. So just being able to sell it online would be awesome. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, every, all the other projects I do, like the collective and the podcast and the other things, they all kind of, in the end, kind of help each other out. Which is, you so you have the Inspired Disorder Collective, collective yeah. and that's also the name of your podcast for people to... Well, Inspired Disorder Podcast. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. No, no collective on it. Inspired but Disorder It's all podcast. Inspired Disorder. What, yeah. uh, do you have any disorders? Um, probably, yeah. yeah. I mean... I was know, just discussing this yesterday. I probably... I mean, I don't know. Probably different versions of different things, but I don't know what their names are. I was know. told I had ADD. Yeah. At a young age, but I think I'm just I get bored easily. Seems like everybody, has yeah, ADD. especially from our generation. Are you yeah. kidding me? Every single yeah, every <laughs> young male in, that was born from 1978 to you know fucking yeah, yeah. it's 85, all ADD. I think it's the body's n- rejection of like uh, institutionalism. You I know? think it's because everybody smoked cigarettes. I didn't smoke cigarettes though. 
Or you mean just no, people no, before people, around? People and pa- like your parents and your parents' friends and yeah, I don't know. I, think I just I, think it's because it always it's always kids, and it's like they're you're going from spastic. just like this free you know no rules no guidelines into where like you get put in this system. That's what I'm what I'm dealing with. Stepping down and you know becoming just kind of when you're doing stuff on your own, you have to. There's nobody there to tell you like okay these are the things you need to do today. You know. Take your lunch at this time. Take your break at this time. You're not like, it's not all set out and laid oh. out. Like you have a day job, you don't have to think. I mean, aside from whatever the job is, like you just show up and then everything's kind of thought out for you. Like when you're, you know, an artist or a business owner or whatever the fuck it is, when you're doing it on your own, there's none of that. Right. So when you're a kid, and you're you, that's your first. You're going into these places that are teaching you how to be institutionalized, like. Of course you don't. You're not used to it. It's like what I'm going through in reverse. I have like reverse ADD, <laughs> it seems like. It's, it's like easy. I don't know. Like there's so many things I need to do, but I don't know how to focus. I mean, I do, but, you know, it's hard. Yeah. So. I, I That's something I, I confront almost every day. Like the idea of like, okay, you decide what, what happens today. Yeah. Like you could just lay on the couch like a fucking fat fuck all day. Or you can get up and do something. Yeah. And you know what? It sounds stupid to say, but there is some burden in that of not having that structure that's built in for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of artists are anti-structurists. Yeah. That's I just claimed and yeah. coined a new phrase, anti-structurists. Yeah. It's, it's already in the Urban Dictionary. It's how fast the internet works. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just went right through the fucking microphone. Right. The NSA the is listening and they're like, fuck oh, yeah, that's fucked. a good word. Yeah. They got a creepy little building down here. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm glad you freeway. live close to him, not me. Yeah. <laughs> right next to all of the um, cellular companies. So no one's Oh, safe. that makes sense. Yeah. You know, tap in Warehouse. at the source. So um, you've been doing the Ray at Nights? Yeah, yeah. Um, Ray Ray at Nights? The Ray Ray at Nights. Yeah. Ray Ray. Little uh, art street fair thing in North Park. Yeah, that's kind of a fucking racket, huh? Uh, I don't know. It's something. You know? I don't know. And that neighborhood is starting to build back up again. There's yeah. some interesting stuff happening. I mean, Ray at Night's grown. When I first started going there, you know, when I first moved out here about like eight years ago or whatever, it was super small. Now it's, I mean, it's not huge now, but there's yeah. more people. But um, it's regular and there's always eyes getting put yeah, on stuff. Yeah, so. So hard. San Diego is such a tough place to yeah. sell art. Well, I'm doing, I just got, have you heard of Raw? I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... They, they're they doing a thing in February that I'm supposed to... I haven't signed up or anything yet. I mean, I signed up, but I haven't talked to... I don't know what... I don't know the process. What's... uh? What is it? What's going on? Um, uh, They do art shows all over the U.S., and I think they're going to branch out. It's like an organization that just puts on art shows, um, art events, I guess, because yeah. they have films and, you know, performance art. And have you talked to the shit. Thumbprint guys? No, I, I've done shows with... Uh, was Johnny Tran uh-huh. um, and Paul before at uh, Bar Basic, but I haven't okay. talked to any of. I'm, I'm at the point where it's just like because I, I'm getting into it again, you know, just kind of getting some kind of repetition. So doing these monthly shows, Ray at Night, um, and a lot of my work's old, so I want to get new work. Yeah, you, you got to put in new work. So. Yeah, so that's and that's how much. Are, right how now. often are you working? Well, I'm working on a lot. I haven't finished anything, so it's like. But I'm I try to get work you know a little bit done every day yeah. or do something yeah. productive every day you know yeah. um, it's just, even just an hour a day like putting yeah. in some work on something. well it's I'm working on shit all the time but yeah. working on art 
that's the thing that's because I haven't done it regularly. So it's like getting in the routine of doing that again is where I'm at. Um, But I'm doing like I'm making it a point to do like at least a drawing a day. Um, that way at least I'm doing something creative, but I'm always working on like inspired disorder stuff or podcast shit. Yeah. Um, which people have no, I, and I, you know, I sort of like talk shit about it all the time, but what? it takes a fucking, or, you know, like complain that it takes a long time to do this yeah. stuff. It's easy. The show itself. But, is, yeah. It's yeah. not like te- it's, it's tedious. It's it just not takes time. Grueling. Yeah. Sitting in the chair could be kind of a bitch. I read some, I think it was Sucks. a tweet that, yeah. or like a, I think. Crystal might have posted that if you sit for 11 hours a day, there's a 50 percent chance you'll die within three years. If you sit on Is your it, ass 11 hours a day, whoa, that's scary. And I don't know how the it. fuck they yeah. put that that fucking together, I, where they got those statistics, yeah. <laughs> how they can quantify that. But, but like in a, like in just natural causes or just like in yeah, general. Well, I think you set yourself. You, you're making yourself more susceptible to certain diseases or something. Maybe just Probably. in the act of sitting. I'm all sure. The time. Well, it's not healthy. So no, yeah, you got may not around. kill you, but it's not gonna help you live longer. Either. Yeah, I looked at the stat. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that what doesn't make sense. There'd be a lot of dead secretaries. I think. Um, one of my New Year's resolutions this year is uh-huh. to go out and see more art because uh-huh. I've got to a, a place where I'm. Re- like super jaded and i don't give a fuck about anything that's really being made to a certain extent besides what i'm doing like i don't i don't have the same excitement about art that i used to have Uh but i think part of that has been my my Uh self-exclusion from the sort of environment of where you can see art yeah yeah. in a better context well you have to write a balance you know too yeah and i hate yeah. I hate crowds so much. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I know, Especially I know the art feeling. crowds are the worst because you have a group. <laughs> yeah, hey, all the people that support my career yeah. and li- yeah. livelihood, like, you guys are the worst. You want to learn how to commit career suicide. No, they're, they're, <laughs> Mike Maxwell. Typically, openings are 25% people who just want to get some free wine and free beer. Maybe yeah. th- Let's go 33% okay, on now you're, heads. Now you're narrowing down. Your, you're doing better. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he hasn't gotten to the worst part yet. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's see. Add it up. So I don't. So I'm bad at math. Well, that's a third. You got it. So then you have um, 25 percent hot girls. That's which, not a bad percentage. No, that's not bad. Uh, another 25 percent people who are just looky lose. Uh huh. What are we at? That's 50. That's 58. So you got. Then you yeah. got like ten percent of art lovers who are really specifically interested in looking at art, yeah, but not buying. Yeah. yeah. Then two percent. Two percent is that what's left? Two percent. Yeah. You have two percent that actually buy art. Yeah. That for whatever reason, whether they love it or they think it's an investment or they have it as like a social status thing. Yeah. There's only two percent. So openings tend to be like. Ugh. And then there's some artists there too, and usually the yeah. artists will all congregate. Yeah, you know how you know an artist is at a at an art show looking at art. They're in like the corner, not talking to anybody. Well, that and <laughs> when they look at the art, they uh-huh. look at the art from the side from different angles. Yeah, people who just look at art just look at art from they're like deconstructing the, it in their minds. Yeah, they're yeah. like, how the fuck did yeah. this get made? <laughs> yeah, let me yeah. inspect. How they'll look I... like try to look underneath and to the yeah. side yeah. And from angles and yeah. like. They'll look way closer than everybody else because everyone's too like scared to get near art. Well, and a lot of people don't know what they're looking for to even do that. Sure, so, yeah. And they're just trying to get... 
And a lot you of know, people, it's. I mean, when you break it down, it's wall decoration. You know, for it's and for it's, some people, yeah. I mean, for some people, it's more for, than that. I mean, it could be an investment too, and it, uh-huh. yeah, it could be more than that. But I mean, you know, but when you think of it that way, you're also competing with fucking Target. You're competing <laughs> yeah. with IKEA. Mm-hmm. You're competing with the fact that anybody can go into a photo place and get a poster made for ten dollars. Right. But you of know what? An There's... image they could have stolen online. There is so, uh, you know. an inherent appreciation for things that are handmade. Yeah. With us. That's humans. true. Yeah, yeah. Especially in an era where so many things are now machine made. But you know, not everybody plastic. appreciates it or realizes that they appreciate it. Yeah, that's you true. Know? You're right. So that's why it's so small but it's tough man and not only that you know you have to they have to click with whatever that piece is yeah so i've never understood it like all my art collection is all mm -hmm. just my friends who make art that like it reminds me of my friends and i like the stuff that they make you know what i mean yeah yeah. oh (laughs) yeah yeah but still it's i and i never i to this day i still don't know and it's funny like you try to think about like what like so a lot of artists will think about like oh what's gonna sell and this has been a topic that's been pretty regular on the show is that like do you try to like think okay what is mainstream america gonna like okay what is the underground hipsters gonna like yeah what's gonna sell and there's no fucking formula you can look back at all your stats and it seems like a like a statistician or you know like uh what uh malcolm gladwell should be able to go back and like look (laughs) and tell me exactly what paintings will sell yeah and why yeah but i'm listening i'm listening to his new audio book right now um it's like why the dog took a shit or something (laughs) some titles are getting deep something about dog barking or shit (laughs) but you can't tell you there's no way to like formulate okay here's the no. But then as I say that, now I start to think about artists who have kind of figured out some of those puzzles. You can, but it's like, I don't know. Then you can get into like the purest, like, then what's the point? What are you, what is the point of creating art if you're creating, are you creating for money? Are you creating? There's different I mean, types of artists. There's yeah. different types of artists yeah. with different intent. I don't know. Like for I just, me, I don't have, like, I don't have any numbers or stats to go on. So I don't know what people are buying. I mean, yeah. I can see what's in the magazines. I can see what's popular. But at the same time, it's like, just because it's trendy doesn't necessarily mean... I mean, if somebody's going to be spending a good amount of money on something, it doesn't necessarily need to be trendy. Yeah. I don't know. Like like you said, there there's probably uh, an algorithm out there that Google's Should working be. on. But, but you know what? It's like, <laughs> it's like physics. Like, as soon as you think you know it, it's like yeah. that, that atom that it's it can be in two places at one time. Yeah. And just by you knowing makes it untrue. Yeah. Just the <laughs> observance of something. Yeah. Like, as soon as you observe that you think that you know what the yeah. pattern is and try to implement it, yeah. it switches yeah. and go and doesn't work. Yeah. I've seen it a million times with my own stuff. Like, I get on a roll of like, Okay, here's the shit. This is the shit that I'm going to do for a long time. Yeah. And here's the, the fucking ADD thing again, I guess, coming through as an adult. Is like, I have friends of mine who like do shows where they have been doing the same work sort of evolved over a period of time. Yeah. But I know that they're making the same painting over and over again, uh-huh. basically. Like, it's the same brush strokes. It's the same kind of topic. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah. And I think, like... How the fuck are you not bored as fuck doing that? Yeah. Like, how do you sit in the studio for hours and do the yeah. thing that looks boring as shit without doing something else to kind of like, like 
spice it up. Yeah. And that's why I mean that there's different artists. Like there's yeah, like oh, yeah. worker artists. There's yeah. people who just like go in and put in the hours and do their work, and that's yeah. like the, just the same way that they would be clocking a, a punch card Which somewhere. Which is a better life than beautiful. I'm <laughs> yeah. nef- definitely yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. And then there's artists that are like, um, it's spontaneous. That like need certain things to be happening, or you know, like who are like who don't have a nine to five type mentality where they like, they yeah. paint when like it they need to yeah you know like yeah when and i feel like hits yeah and not even so much that just like when you're supposed to do it not like doing it because you're supposed to but doing it when it feels right to do it and you know the in neither one is more better than the other i feel i'm more like i paint every day i feel like i need to yeah but i do it on my own accord not like i try not to set myself up with like too many schedules even though 2014 i think i want to be more well you can i don't know i hate scheduling like terrible i like being loose with whatever i feel like doing Mm -hmm. you know but i do what i've been doing recently just because i have more time and i like especially now a bunch of shit going on is just doing like maybe once a month do like a giant overall to-do list kind of thing yeah and then just pick those off that way you know i don't have to get this done but unless it is a time specific thing yeah i did one of those for this year yeah what about, do you have anything i like do that? a daily agenda like i don't say like at this time at this time it's just like a list and then yeah i want like should i do, do the, the lists are a lot easier because yeah. if you have like a set time it's re- well i don't know i gotta see what mike has should i share yeah That's go it. ahead and share that oh gosh he pulled out a port oh notepad oh and my phone dude my phone is like any idea or thought is right into the reminders and then yeah that's good of anything and then i'll even i'll go through that and pull out it's like oh this was an idea i had i can start working on that project or whatever should i do like the most embarrassing ones oh why you would you do that why would why you would even you? do that? of course you want to go with the most embarrassing ones nobody <laughs> wants to go with the most boring mundane one on the, the most okay. generic <laughs> yeah most generic yeah. i think so you can connect with people that way yeah <laughs> Like I got that one too. <laughs> yeah, lose weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think the page disappeared from the book. How funny is that? <laughs> it was now. it was so boring. The page is like fuck. Actually, this, this um, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> this notebook that I have, actually, I I just looked through it the other day when I was filling out this stuff, and I have when I had my dispensary card, uh-huh. I kept all of the uh, receipts. Not the receipts, the like stickers oh, the labels. that said what yeah. what each thing was. Oh, and crazy. I like rated them. <laughs> You're like, like wine, yeah. like wine situation. That's actually that's cool though. I was I did that because I just started in like three years ago, uh-huh. so and I didn't know anything. Um, but then you know you go from zero to McDonald's with weed where you get menus <laughs> yeah. and deals, and it's like it's Wednesday. Here's your free whatever. Um, like I tried to figure out like which strains I liked and what did what and, but I didn't take notes. I just tried to keep it all in my head, which isn't the best storage. Yeah. Place. This guy's categorized this. Fucking, you are ADD. Or, no, yeah, that's these, not ADD. These actually are OCD. I think. Yeah. Those, <laughs> these I are have that with lo- that checking locked doors. Oh, I do that. Oh, dude. I hate that. I'll just because like... I've locked myself out too many times. The last one was be less judgmental. That's a good one. I mean, everybody yeah. should be. That's, that's kind like of, a general. They're yeah. pretty. They're pretty general. general now, I thought that they were Mike. more. Yeah, I thought that they were more. Wake up in the morning. 
yeah. Nothing all that interesting. Sorry to. Come on, man. It's got to be something. When you got something like that, don't pick up butt hairs or something. I or... have get a new bong. There you go. There we go. <laughs> you seem get very proud. The, the best part of that one was your reaction. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so proud of this one. It's going to be such a great bong. I'm so happy. Yeah, everything's just kind of like fixed stuff that, you know, I, I have a tendency to just not worry about things until they break. Yep, yep. That's, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think being a step ahead of things of, instead of just waiting till it's a full demise. It's probably good. Yeah. Good thing then to do. You can argue the point of waiting till things break, saying you're saving money instead of. That's exactly how I justified in yeah, my head. That's what or I you just don't have any money. That yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> that's how I justified how in much my money wallet. I didn't. I saved by not spending yeah. from the one that I didn't yeah. have. Something like that. Lex, uh, you you were in Vegas for yes. UFC 156, and I assume you've you've watched the Wait, 156, 186, 168, 168, 168. the last one. Yeah. Anderson I told Silva. You I was dyslexic. That was a completely different number. 156. 156. But, well, know, I said okay. one, one eight, 168. There you go. 186. I don't that's know. what I said, 186. <laughs> We're there somewhere. <laughs> Did you get in? No. Yeah, uh, I wanted to get you tickets, but it was fucking packed. Dude, it was, like, ridiculous. And um, you know what's funny is that I would figure, like, we were in Vegas. We are in the MGM Grand Hotel. Um, you see the octagon around the line that people who go there to gamble would actually, like, get a hint of, like, who's walking around. No one give a fuck about anybody. Oh, yeah. Really? Like, it, the people weren't there for... Well, people who weren't there were just like, eh. And, like, onto their, like, their gambling you and stuff. you see anybody? Yeah, I saw a lot of people. Um, I got to... Uh, I saw Diego Brandao. Uh-huh. Um, Uriah Hall. Uh, who else? Dennis Seaver. And uh, Uriah Hall Fabricio. trained with... Uh, with the Palma, crew, Alex, yes. Crew Palma yep. for this fight. And our coach, um, Fabricio uh, Comis, mm-hmm. Morongo, he lost to Jim Miller. He was in the gym last night. Oh, wow. It's so hard to, like, it's so hard to know what the right reaction is to yeah. your friend losing a fight. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I just gave him a hug. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I didn't know what else to do. I just walked up and gave him, like, a five and a hug and yeah. was like, when we seen him, when we seen him after Sunday morning, we seen him and I was like, "Dude, your striking looked great." And this Dude, and those that. left hooks were great. Oh, those man. hurt him. Yeah, and so like everything was great. And, and then he was telling, was he was telling too. me that it's the reason why he got the arm bar is what because his glove got stuck on his cup. Oh mm. shit! That's, yeah, because he could. He's like, I should have just waited out. I had everything, but I tried to pull it up because it was loose. Yep. and it got cut in the, on the cup, and then Jim Miller just like locked down right there. That sucks so bad. Yeah, you saw there was a point where he's just steady, yeah. and he tried to. You see him try to get his elbow yeah. out, and it gets stuck. And when he pulled his elbow out like that, it exposed the, his elbow more to the hip joint, yeah, and it put more flex on it. So yeah, yeah Such but a bummer. other than that, like he showed us his arm, like he couldn't bend it all the way because it popped. Uh-oh. Oh, it did. Yeah. So, or extend it. No, I said bend it. But. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking sucks. But he man. was in good spirits. He was just like, ah, oh, just that one mistake. He's like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, those left hooks, it was loud. It was like, bah! Yeah. It almost sounded like he was bitch slapping him. <laughs> it made such a loud sound. And the area we were at, we were so loud for that fight, not only because Carl was walking out with them, is that we were so cheering. Like, everybody just stopped and looked at us in the area that we were at. Yeah, that's right. Like, what the fuck are these guys so excited for? <laughs> it's so funny to see your friend... Lower in the yeah. uh, the thing over the cage, such a yeah, crazy, crazy environment. That's sport. Yeah, it's. I was awesome. just talking shit. How I just killed. Like somebody was telling me that they watch basketball, and I was like, 
<laughs> I really? used to love basketball. People yeah. really watch basketball still? Yeah. yeah, I liked watching basketball I when watch I was it. 10. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I liked, played it. I, well, it's every sport is like, there's MMA, you know? It's like, yeah. it's... Did you I see there was fights on at like five this morning? Yeah, they're they're gonna do. Can't I do think that. Dana White said they're doing like fifty one fights this year. That's almost one every week. It's missing one week. That's, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous, wow. man. Well, and is, their their channel that they're coming at their online subscription thing ten bucks a month and is you that get what the they whole were... library of everything and every every organization they they've bought over the years. Oh, For wow! Ten, that might be ten bucks some... a month. Yeah. That might be worth it right there. They have a thing on YouTube that's five bucks a month that I've been doing, UFC Select, and it's just like, I would imagine it's what's the, what they play reruns on TV. Um, mm-hmm. It's like old full events or just certain fights from certain fighters, um, but there's t- and they constantly update that, but this new thing, I don't, I forget what they're calling it, but it's, like it's going to be ridiculous. UFC. Yeah, and it's every, every single UFC fight, every, and probably all the different, every single piece of content they've ever made is probably going to be available. vast library. And like every single organization too. Maybe that's what all the servers in Colorado are All the prides, every pride fight will be available. Pride, all the, every, Strike Strike Force, WEC. And then they even talked about um, breaking it down so it's searchable. So if you want to just see like Forrest Griffin's fights, boom you don't have to like go yeah. to like ufc find 40 the, whatever yeah. go halfway through it's just it'd be just like on demand man whatever That's how about lot. ronda rousey she looked fucking badass dude how did. many people lost money who bet on the first round armbar a lot of people yeah, was that, that was went, one of those. Options. That was when they were doing parlay. every fight. Is that's heard, the first time she's ever been in the second round? So yeah. we went into the to the sports book to go put money down on the fights, and you could hear people parlaying their bets. Like they're talking about, like, "Oh yeah, Rousey with the first armbar," mm-hmm. and um, I heard a dude say, "Travis Brown first first round elbows KO." Oh yeah, dude! Travis Brown looked brutal. Guy's a beast. Dude, that's I heard that, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Dude. I I don't know about those elbows because that's the same elbows he put Gonzaga out with, and were they it's back of the head. Weren't they? No, they were all in the ear. No, but okay. the way he does it is when it's the he sprawled against the cage. They're yeah, trying yeah. for a double leg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he brings them it's down. Almost a twelve to six kind it's of thing. Almost there, but it takes like a little turn the, at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't be illegal, but it's like if if one is illegal, you got to kind of you, yeah, because yeah. it's putting people to sleep because oh, he's yeah. dropping those right behind their ear. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you know uh, it might be something that's going to be taken out in the future. Yeah, I could see it because it's because they're totally exposed when yeah. they're in there for the double leg up against oh, the yeah. fence where all the wrestlers like to be. Well, then you can't go for the double leg. But it also could be his body shape, like yeah. The, yeah. how he's really lengthy. I think it, most people, if a want, lot of people start doing it, they'll probably take it. But if it's just one guy, they'll you know. There's a way for his advantage because his torso is so much longer than a lot of people. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he can actually arch over and get to it. But um, yeah, I, that fight was ridiculous. I thought I was going for Josh Barnett, and then when I saw, I was completely shocked. But you know what? You know, I think you have to shoot the double leg to where your head is inside. Like up against their belly, yeah. as opposed to on the, on the outside, outside of their hip, because yeah. then you're not exposed. And really, mm-hmm. that's I mean I'm not going to tell Josh Barnett how he should take it, shoot a takedown. Yeah, obviously, you could try. But no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knows. I see. He's he at all wrong. the grappling competitions here in San Diego. Yeah. Every time, every one I've gone to, I've seen him at. That's cool. Not competing, but like coaching, or, yeah, yeah. you know, coaching the kids that are there. That's nice. Yeah. So I think that's, that's about an hour. What do we got? What we do got we got 49 at? minutes. Oh, no, we're good. 
We're so, <laughs> way to kill the mood. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know, we usually have a, a marker. Yeah, yeah. Dickhead. I'm. So can we just no, go talk good. about more of the? Well, what about, you the, go? What about the? No, Anderson I want to get back fight. to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that you want to talk about well, a you crazy know, way to end the UFC year. It's weird. The guy who works at the Starbucks that uh-huh. I go to, he um, also works as a medic. He was a military guy, so he has all that shit. Um, but he part-times as a, a medic, and he goes to the fights in Vegas and, okay. and works as a medic um, during fights. And he he was there for, for oh, Anderson's man. fight. Man. He said he screamed so fucking loud, that, and there was nothing they could do for him, yeah. that it was just like painful to hear him. And mm-hmm. Ariel Hawani said the same thing on Twitter, but yeah. he was like, dude, we gave him a bunch of pain meds and shit. He was just screaming. Yeah. But he's super lucky that it didn't come out of the, the skin. The yeah. bone didn't break, yeah. and it was a clean break. Apparently, he's supposed to be back within six months. Yeah, That's isn't that crazy? He's like, for, like right when he wakes insane, up, he man. asks the doctor, when can he train again? That's insane. Yeah. I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean... It's just crazy to see something like that. You know? Yeah. I just... You, you know, the leg just turns into rubber. Especially, and, f- especially for him. Lex has been oh, doing yeah. Muay Thai for a while, and that's something it's quite common. Yeah, actually, Muay a lot fights. of Muay Thai fighters, like, I think there's a good percentage of them that actually broke in a shin bone before. Yeah. yeah. Um, Artem, Art of Eight fighter, uh-huh. he, he has that same injury. He's still yeah. fighting. Yeah. So, I mean, you can come back from it. I just, it's just your mindset, I guess. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are talking about him going into boxing, too. Yeah. Like, he had always talked about wanting to go just box. So, but it's funny. I I went through and read all the tweets. You know how uh, MMA junkie or somebody will like post uh-huh. all the fighter tweets uh-huh. about the fights. Yeah, and uh, somebody was like, "Fuck that! I ain't kicking again." You know, like yeah. pro fighter. <laughs> Dude, I can't even imagine what I that mean, feels like kicking somebody. And he swung yeah. that that knee or that kick so hard. Yeah. But yeah. Boss Rutten Boss Rutten put out a video, uh, uh, and Rogan retweeted it. But I, and I think it's the one from a long time ago. Uh-huh. But showing the difference of how you have to turn your hips when to kicking. prevent. Th- th- there's no way you can prevent that because he hit. Okay, so uh, Chris Weidman, that was a solid. Are you going to tell Boss Rutten? No, no, that's like it's me not telling a, Josh Barnett. It's not the corner not because. Here, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you no, could say how to turn and all that stuff, but the way he hit it, he broke it. He probably fractured it on the first hit, and then he wrapped it around on the second one. Yeah, because it wrapped all the way around yeah. his leg. Yeah, and I saw. I saw that first one. I was like, his foot shouldn't have wrapped yeah. around that. Why did he turn into Gumby? Why did that look like a bad movie all of a sudden? Yeah, <laughs> like Christ, bad rubber people. Video. I know because yeah. we're waiting. He was gonna open up that round. Like it was all like. Silva's coming back, and then he's lucky it stayed together when he fell back and held his ankle. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't just fucking turn around backwards. Yeah, yeah. That happened to a homegirl of mine. She was, um, they were traversing an area in Mammoth Mountain uh-huh. that you had to. You're supposed to be able to traverse it in your board, but like if you lose speed, you have to unclip and walk across. Uh-huh. And that happened to her, and she ended up slipping and fell down uh, a face. Which, you know, it's full of snow, but it's a very steep angle. Like, she couldn't stop herself. Yeah. And ended up hitting a tree at the bottom of the slope and busting her leg, like, yeah. in the same spot, oh. like, right at the shin. But her bone came out and fucking uh, foot turned all around. Compound And she now, she has a really big scar on her shin, but um, it works fine. 
Yeah. You know what's it's really actually stronger out? too because when broke. she first yeah. did it, uh, she had come over to my house to visit and she parked in the handicap spot, and <laughs> not where I live now, but at another place. And the dickhead manager came out. She's like, um, "You're parked in the handicap spot." And she like was like, oh, yeah, and just pulled up her pant leg to show her like how gnarly her shin looked. And she was like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Imagine how like that's such a dick move to tell somebody, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're parking in the – like be Captain Handicap. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Fuck yeah. And yeah. then you're like talking shit to somebody who's yeah. handicapped because you can never tell. Yeah. That's why I try to be – but you know how you see somebody just jump out of their car from yeah. the handicap yeah, spot yeah. and you're like, oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. They flew into it and jumped out <laughs> yeah. like they – yeah, it's like you're picking up a pizza, <laughs> asshole. You're not yeah. handicapped. But then you never know. And you, that's you, true. You choose to call them out on that day and you're like, oh, I'm a fucking dickhead. <laughs> right. My thing is with the – when they have the big cars, like cars that they shouldn't even be driving, like big lifted trucks yeah. in the handicap, that's when you know people are – People are fucking around. With the balls hanging off the back. Didn't they I'm ban not... the balls? They ban the balls? Yo, yeah, I heard about it because it's like some... Because of uh, Joey Diaz, probably. Some... <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't because they, they didn't know. Like, I guess it was some, like, congressman or someone, like, official of state was with his daughter in the car, and she asked him Daddy, about that. what are those long, stretchy balls? He could have said it's for prostate cancer, because that's what it's for. Like, <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah. For, no, it's not. That's for... when it started coming back, because now you buy those and you support prostate cancer or something well that's hilarious well, it's a that's good reason to get them back on the market though. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> prostate. but when those came out that was just like look at the balls hanging off the back <laughs> yeah, of the truck the truck was the dick and the balls were like this is how big i'm rocking it it's yeah. not i'm not this is not compensating i swear it's a, it's a one-to-one representation i know that's what's always it's what people always think yeah compensating for a small dick with a huge truck that's what. That's why they put the balls on there. I drive a Civic. I don't know what that says. I have a little Scion. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We don't got nothing to hide. You got a Civic too, huh? Yeah, I got a Civic. Yeah, see, there mm. you go. Yeah, whatever. I used to have a big truck, like shiny and orange. Yeah. Before um, puberty. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it was, I, it, was, it was my rocker for probably about, I don't know, seven, eight years. No, seven years. Yeah, that's because yeah. you live in the mountains, huh? No, it was totally for show, dude. Like, it was totally like, I'm like, in my early 20s, late teens, you know, I got a fucking sick ride. That's yeah. all it was for. Yeah. I don't blame you. And it drove, That's drove like early shit. 20s. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ray, how can we get people over to your to your stuff? Let's get some of our listeners to your listeners. And your um, listeners to our listeners. Everything's at inspireddisorder.com. All the links to the podcast. And I'm going to have, for the 24-hour podcast, I'll probably just make the... Uh, the stream the main page nice um and then yeah I'll have 24 hour podcast yep yeah. nasty we're gonna try to uh raise, raise some extra dough for homie so that he can uh get a place to live yeah take care um, of his boy yep yep, yep he's yep. single father yep yep oh man so, so yeah he's taking care of business and he had uh like he kidney transplants like a few years ago so he's like, you know, he's got other issues. He's got medical issues, yeah. which all that shit went up in the, you know. So when I actually I talked to him the day after, he was in line at the pharmacy to get all of his medication because he had Ugh. been without oh, it man. for. And he takes like a shitload of medication. You know, yeah. you get ki- new kidneys, you have, which is fucking expensive. I'm sure. Sh- yeah, yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna do podcast. that. That's coming up on the seventeenth. 14th and 15th. 14th starting at 4 p.m. Pacific, ending 4 p.m. Pacific on the 15th. And people could watch it right through the, uh, the website? Ustream or uh, InspiredDisorder.com. Um, and with Ustream, they have commercials. I have no way to get rid of that, so bear in mind. But it's all going to be available afterwards as well. 
without commercials. Okay. Um, audio and video. But yeah, you can check it out. Um, we'll be there. It's like <laughs> nice. 24 hours. So. And uh, you're on the Facebooks and Instagram. Facebook, uh, yeah, at Ray Taylor on Twitter, Instagram, Vine, all that shit. I got a couple things coming up. Uh, if you're in town the 17th, um, I got a show at Subtext Gallery. Okay. Downtown, Little Italy, um, okay. over by the Casbah. When is that? Uh, that's on the 17th. Okay. Um, it's a group show called Black Magic, where everybody has to do black, red, and white images. Okay. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then on the 18th, uh, I have a show in San Francisco. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm showing at the Nowheresville Gallery okay. in May, um, but they're doing a show on the 18th that it's called um, Not For Sale, uh-huh. and it's the gallery owner. It's all his art collection that okay. he's showing, yeah. but it's all the artists that are going to be showing in the gallery throughout the year. All right. So that's up. I think it's over on 14th Street in San Francisco. So if you're in that hood, check that out. And uh, nice. anything else, Lex? You feel good? Yeah, I feel good. You feel good about it? Feeling awesome, man. All right. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. Let's do Thank real you. life. In, real life depth. Bam. Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah. Most important thing in business is honesty, integrity, hard work. Family. Never forgetting where we came from. Called me, dad was gone. Finally got my dad back. Liver bad, he wouldn't live long. And snatched my dad back. Guidance, I never had that. Streets was my second home. Welcomed me with open arms. Provided a place to crash at. A place to study math at. Matter of fact, I learned it all. Burnt it all. This music is where I buried the ashes at. Flashback, not having much, not having that. Had to get some holler breasts. So you can holler back at. Holler that, my Jewish lawyer to enjoy the fruit of it in my cash stack. And just in case a nigga got to use his back. Own boss, own your masters, slaves, the mentality I carry with me to this very day Fuck rich, let's get wealthy, who else gon' feed we? If I need it, I'ma get it, however, God help me And I don't need no hook for this shit I'm so for show, it's no facade Stay out of trouble, mama said, it's mama's side I fear her youngest son be a victim of homicide but I gotta get you out of here, mama, or I'ma die inside. And either way, you lose me, mama, so let loose of me. I got the rain, our direction will soon change.